It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in third and final hour here on Thursday. And callers, hang on. I am going to get right to you. Let me just set the table again for folks who are just tuning in and might not be aware of what we're discussing. There's a story at WBSM.com and on the app written by Michael Rock of Fun 107, who picked up on the story a couple weeks ago when a woman made a complaint, multiple complaints to the police uh, about a homeless couple and their dogs living in their car on Pope Beach in Fairhaven. At the end of Manhattan Avenue, the the woman had apparently complained multiple times and then took to Facebook to talk about it because the police weren't giving her the answers she was looking for. And so Michael Rock reached out to her and asked if she wanted to talk for the story she did not want to talk for the story. She refused to comment. He went down to the beach. He looked for the people in the car to see if he could get their side of the story. They weren't there when he went down there. Uh, he did end up catching up with the folks and talked to them for the story. And basically, the girl said, I'm not homeless. I live down the street. I live on this road. And I just, when I get out of work at 11 o'clock, I come down here to decompress before I go home. And I might hang out with friends, we talk, we we watch TV, I'm assuming on their phones. You know, like we're basically just hanging out down here because if we went and hung out in the house, we'd wake up the kids. I'm assuming there's somebody else in the house that's that's watching the kids. So, or maybe the kids are older, I don't know. But so she says that, you know, that's just her kind of her place to go and, and de-stress. Which is why a lot of people live near the beach, right? To be able to go there and do that. And we'll get into the app chat messages with people that are bringing up multiple reasons why somebody would be at the beach after 10 or 11 o'clock at night. But let's go to the phones right now because somebody's been patiently waiting. 508-996-0500 if you want to chime in. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. What's up, Tim? What's going on? Uh, you know, I'm a Fayetteville resident. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Not for nothing, but I think I've told you this already before. I don't really agree with much of what you say on the air, but politically wise, but uh, or political wise, but uh, I got to agree with you on this one. I mean, that that lady that called in, I don't know if she's your best friend or if, if she hates your guts, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. I mean, I've heard her calling before where she just reams you. I mean, reams you a new one, you know, but it's like, holy crap. Um, but no, so uh, it's, is it a public beach or is it a town beach? I'm not totally sure. Uh, well, the town beach would be a public beach, so I'm not. I'm not well, totally sure if it's. Uh, it, you know, if it's private, it doesn't sound right. like it from the way that previous caller. And I should have asked him when he was on the phone, but it doesn't sound like it from the way he was characterizing it. Yeah, because I know uh, if you go over to West Island, there's a, a public, publicly accessible town beach that has signs posted that say "No parking from uh, dusk to dawn." Mm-hmm. Um, now. If it's a publicly accessible town beach, and maybe they, maybe they, you know, the town is lacking by not putting signs up over there. I don't know. Sure. Until there's signs, until there's signs posted that there's no parking or no trespassing past a certain time, then that's a perfectly normal spot for anybody to go at any. That's just like 
the police stopping somebody from walking down Route Six at eleven o'clock at night in front of Stop and Shop. Right. We don't. We don't have saying, public hey, curfews. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's saying, hey, you don't. You don't have any right to be walking down the street or parking your car at the Stop and Shop Plaza after eleven o'clock at night. I mean, give me a break. It's like you know, it's it's not. But they're not. If they're not doing anything, if they're not vandalizing the area, littering, you know, creating a scene, whatever, then this lady has no right to be calling anybody. She's just taking up resources that. You know, let's say that they're taking away uh, calls that that are more important. I mean, I will give you know, her. I will give her. You know, being concerned at first about it. You know, the the, the first person that called in saying like, you know, she could be well, worried that they might be casing a house to rob it or something like that. Like, I can well, understand the first time, but when you call the police multiple times and you're like, "Oh, the police aren't doing anything about it." Well, the police aren't doing anything about it because there's nothing that needs to be done. Right. It's it. You know, and I live down a street where there is a beach. It's a. It's a. It's not a town beach or nothing, but it's a. It's a. It's not a private beach either, but it's right on the right on the river, mm-hmm. and um, it's. You know, I, I see cars going down the street all the time at all hours of the night. You know, I get up early in the morning for work, and I see. You know, I sometimes I drive out of my driveway and I see brake lights down at the bottom of the street. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call and say, "Hey, there's a suspicious vehicle on my street." No. Well, and the you know idea I mean? that they're, you know, they're, oh, they're driving down there to do a drug deal. Well, I'm sure there are more secure, uh, secluded places yeah, they can go to than driving through you know. a neighborhood. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like I said, until there's signs posted, like the the, the West Island Beach has, and, and some other local beaches around the area, private beaches, then they, then they have all the right in the world to be there. It's the end of the story. Absolutely. Know? All right. Well, thank so, you right, for the thanks, call. Tim. Have a good day. Yep. And um, again, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to call in, or you can send in an app chat message. And the app chatter has brought in some very valid reasons why people might be at a beach at all hours of the night. Now, this person told Michael Rock that the reason why they go down there is because it's their place to decompress, to de-stress when they come home from work. They get out of work at 11 o'clock. They go to the beach. They hang out with some friends. They watch some TV. They relax before they go into the house. I've done that numerous times. When I, when I was a cook, and when I drove my motorcycle to work every day, when I got out, I would get out like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I would go out on my bike and go all over. And I had certain places that I would stop and and I would hang out at. And then, you know, if I was driving my bike, I didn't. So, you know, full disclosure, I uh, when I drove at night, I, I didn't have a license. I was still just on a permit. You're not supposed to drive on a permit at night. But I still did. And if I went out somewhere at night and I was coming home from covering a, an event up at the Boston Gar- uh, TD Garden in Boston or, you know, coming back from a Patriots game or whatever, I might go down to the beach and hang out on my bike. Public beaches. I would go. I'd like to go to. Um, uh, well, I lived in Swiss Beach at the time. Uh, and I well, no, not at the time, but I would go to Swift Beach. I would go to Little Harbor Beach. You know, these were nice places to sit and relax and decompress before you go home. Because if I wasn't tired yet, I didn't want to go to the house and keep everybody else up. But anyway, these are some of the uh, app chatter messages that we received. Uh, LD in New Bedford says, I'm a 62-year-old second shift worker, and if I wanted to go sit on the beach in my car, I see nothing wrong with that. I agree. Uh, Mr. M in New Bedford says, Tim, I go down there fishing at 3 o'clock in the morning. you got to be there when the tide is right. And that's uh, there's a lot of people who fish at these beaches in the early morning hours. Does that mean that somebody would be upset about that and be calling the police on them? And also, some of these fishermen might go down there and might partake in marijuana while they're down there. I mean, are you going to call the cops on them? 
Uh, Steve B in Fairhaven says the male version of a Karen is a Carl. But M and uh, HD rather in New Bedford says Ken is the unofficial term for the male version of a Karen. The more you know. Uh, Answered Seven says, "I apologize. Uh, sorry, Kate, for using your name. You do a great job on the news. We all love you." Because he had suggested Kate instead of a Karen. Uh, but I also think that you know I don't I don't like calling people a Karen. I, I characterize this as a situation in which people would refer to this woman as a Karen. I think it's just a stupid term to use. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Scully says it is a public beach, the Pope Beach that we're talking about. Uh, and we have a message here from Smiley79. Hi, Tim. First time chatter. Never called. Listening to all this about the beach parking issue. I have parked many times at the beach just to have some quiet time listening to music. I also have sat there watching Netflix with my boyfriend. There should be no curfew because that is the beautiful thing about living in this country. And, you know, I, I would agree. I would say that there is not a need to have curfews for these beach parking lots. I think that it's unnecessary. You can, I think it's probably a safe idea to have um, signs that say things like uh, no swimming outside of, you know, if you swim outside of lifeguard hours, you are taking it, you're taking a risk. You know, I forget exactly how they word it. They have signs like that along the, the, the beaches in the south end of New Bedford, basically saying if you come here when there's no lifeguard, you're swimming at your own risk because there'll be nobody around to save you. You have to have a sign like that to protect yourself. And maybe you have a sign up that says, if you you know leave a vehicle in this parking lot, it'll be towed because you can't leave a vehicle unattended. You know, that, that I would be fine with. But live parking, somebody just hanging out, enjoying the being by the water, just because it's 11 o'clock at night or midnight or 2 in the morning, you can't let the, the few people who do something wrong ruin it for the... Many, many more people that don't. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, you know, times have changed so much. You know, I, I can go back a few years ago, uh, well, quite a few years ago, when my brother, who had cerebral palsy, was walking down the street and the police stopped him. And my mother had a fit with the police department, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like the cop says, well, there's a vacancy law. If he doesn't have $7.50 in his pocket, then he's a vagrant. I'm a vagrant then all the time. I don't carry cash. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't have cash on me. But, I mean, I don't know if those laws have changed. Or nobody knows, nobody can keep up with them anymore. They just keep changing the laws, you know? Sure. But, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the thing. Is like, you know, we worry about um, having the freedom to be able to walk down the street. Well, that same freedom should translate to being able to park in the parking lot at a public beach. You know, a lot of the younger kids are doing it today. I mean, it's just... It's, 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 Totally different generation than it was years ago, you know. Yeah, no, it, it sounds and I more to me. Red Beach, and it, I'm not saying the name of the town, but I mean we've got people in and out of there constantly. Sure, you know, to each his own. All right, thank All you right, for the call. Want to mention? That. Have a good day. Bye bye now. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I mean, it sounds to me, and again, the woman did not want to give her story, and and you know, like the caller said, well, why does she have to? Well, because if she doesn't, we have to make assumptions. And the assumption that I make is that this is more of a case, not so much of the, her being concerned about one individual vehicle. I think this sounds to me like a situation of, I'm going to keep an eye on my beach, and I don't want anybody down at my beach after 10 o'clock because it's my beach, and I want to keep an eye on my beach. That's how it comes across. With multiple phone calls, I would assume that if I called the police, they went down there and checked it out, and then that person kept coming back, and I called the police, and the police, I'm assuming, must have told her what they told Michael Rock. 
then you let it go. But instead, it sounds more like I just don't want this person hanging out at the beach, even in the face of these facts of, of this information. And it, I'm sorry. You can call in and say all you want that, well, she's probably concerned about retaliation. She's probably concerned that people will target her if she talks. No, I don't buy that. I think the reason why she doesn't want to talk on the record for the story is because she knows that she's in the wrong here. Because she knows that she's, as people would say, and I don't like it, being a Karen. So that's that's just my analysis of the situation. You don't have to agree with it. 508-996-0500 or hit us up on the app chat on the WBSM app right now. I will take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. The local talk rolls on all on the dock of the bay, but you better not be sitting on the beach uh, down at the end of Manhattan Avenue in Fairhaven after 10 o'clock at night, because then they're going to call the police on you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. Good morning. How you, go? How you doing? Hey, good. Hey, I have uh, just a comment regarding this whole beach thing and all that. You know, there's been a lot of assumptions made about that the, this girl was up to no good. And, you know, there's also you just even made an assumption that you believe that the female is just uh, the older or whoever call and, and is just being a Karen. Um, but, you know, let's let's play devil's advocate here. You don't know if she's experienced a traumatic situation like a home invasion or a burglary at her house, which is causing this to like, you know, for her to make these phone calls. Um, and, you know, I understand that the police have gone in and they've investigated, but, um, you know, two sides of the same coin. I just want to be fair across the board. Everyone, we can't assume that she's out there doing bad things, smoking, smoking the weeds in the car. You know what I mean? I, just same thing. We can't uh, assume that this individual's being a, a Karen because, you know, it's all fine and dandy to uh, give your opinion and everybody has theirs. And again, I, I feel as though the young, uh, the young individual, she's not doing anything wrong. It's a public street. She could be wherever she wants. Um, however, uh, you know, it's all great to give your opinion until it's happening across the street from your house. Well, first of all, I mean, I, I, I don't begrudge the woman making the first call because she's concerned. But when you call and the police are like, you know, it seems like everything's okay, and you keep calling again and again and again. Now, this woman, um, um, let me make sure I get her name right. I think it's Callie Bar Barbaro. Yes. Um, she says that, you know, the police don't believe her when she says that she lives down the street, which is a pretty easy thing to prove, and that, you know, that... Um, They've asked her just, you know, don't park here overnight, which she says she isn't doing anyway. Uh, and, and according to this, I did see a line here in the story that I must have missed before. There are no signs down at the beach, according to the police, uh, that would prohibit her from being there. So they're saying there's not really anything we can do about it because they're not breaking the law. 
So the police have gone down there and realized that she's not breaking the law. So this woman shouldn't keep calling if it's been explained to her that they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, no, and I understand. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. You know, you don't know what this woman or man, you don't know who's calling and have experience in their life. But here's the real reason I called. Simple solutions to simple problems, right? Uh, Why doesn't the individual that's uh, calling the police invite the young woman over and have a conversation with her and see what she's about. That way, when she does see him outside or or this uh, young female, why, I, I'm sure if she goes ring the doorbell, the prob- person won't, wouldn't answer, but, you know, send a nice letter. Hey, my name's such and such. Here's my telephone number. If you want to give me a call, I'll alleviate any of the concerns you may be having. Yeah, and, and the woman who is going down there in the car, you know, said, you know, Michael asked her, what would you say to the person that's complaining? And she said, you know, even if someone was homeless and staying here, that person doesn't have a better place to be. So I don't understand why it's anyone else's business. No one in this neighborhood seems to have an issue with us. I have rights to be here just as much as this person calling. So, I mean, this person is saying, like, hey, she's the only one complaining. If if they got together and had that conversation, maybe it solves the issue. Yeah, definitely. Maybe they might become friends, and instead of going to the beach, she'll uh, have a place to go every night to unwind. Well, who knows? All right, well, thank you for the call. Yeah, you got it. Have a good day. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, we got an app chat message from B-flat in Fall River. Just hang on. I'm loading it up because it's a little bit longer than my screen shows. Uh, if the police say chilling at the beach isn't illegal, that's the end of it. However, I think these young people should have said they were in the car reading genderqueer and make the complaining woman really livid. Uh, I think that, the you know, the woman has probably been alerted to what it is that they're doing in the car and has probably, I mean, again, I'm, people are like, well, you're calling in and making assumptions about what the woman thinks. I have to, because when Michael Rock gave her the opportunity on two different occasions to share her side of the story, she declined. And again, I'm not saying she has any, any right to have to tell her side of the story or any um, requirement to have to tell her side of the story. But if she doesn't, then I have to make assumptions because she's not giving me the information that would allow me to know what it is that she's thinking. So you leave yourself open for assumptions when you decline to share your side of the story. And it is, it sounds more to me like it's not a matter of her being concerned. Maybe the first time she was concerned about what was going on. Maybe even the second time, gee, that car is back again. But when you keep calling and the police keep saying, hey, they're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing we can do about it. And then you go to a Facebook group and take it up with the neighbors because you want them to get on your side. That it just shows that you just have it out for you don't want anybody hanging out down there. And if there are no signs that prohibit it. If it is a public beach, both of which we have uh, we've learned here, somebody told us it's a public beach. I, I found the line that I apparently had missed in in the quote in Michael's story about the the police saying that there are no signs that prohibit it. Then they have every right to be there. And this automatic assumption that because somebody is somewhere where you don't feel they should be at a time that you don't feel they should be there, so they must be doing something wrong. Do you not? realize that that's profiling do you not realize that that is stereotyping you know i i I was told by a caller that i was racist because i called somebody a karen 
that I was an idiot. Now, I didn't call them a Karen. Again, I don't use that term. I said this is a situation people would describe as a Karen-type situation. Uh, but, and uh, you know, that might be semantics. But to call to say that I'm racist because I think that this woman is just being obstructionist for no reason. Well, what would you say about the woman who just automatically assumes that somebody who parks at a beach is a criminal? Because that sounds pretty, pretty bad to me, too. I don't know. Maybe I just think differently than than, than people. And, and as callers have said, maybe you haven't had the same experiences. Well, you don't know. You don't know what experiences I've had. I've lived in some bad neighborhoods. I didn't assume that everybody walking by my door at 3 o'clock in the morning was trying to break into my house. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. That means if you're not doing your homework, uh, I'm sorry? Working, how do you figure it out? Timmy's retarded. Don't call people names, family. What do you do? Now, Timmy, you need to work on I, your study skills. I, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm whatever that is. I'm not. We're not doing that. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in, if you want to get involved in the discussion, or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app, which is a easy way to get your uh, your voice heard, even if you can't call in. You know, some people are at work. Some people don't get out of work at 11 o'clock at night. They're actually at work at 11 o'clock in the morning, so they can't call in. As much as they'd like to be parked on a beach right now, calling into WBSM, they can't be. So you can send in those messages on the app chat. One of the many, many great features on the WBSM app brought to you by South Coast Towing. So if you want to do that, you can. You can also send us a voicemail, too, on the WBSM app. Hit that button that says open line. That allows you to record audio that you can send into here, and we can play it on the show. Just make sure that anything you send in, whether it be an app chat, whether it be an open line voicemail, whatever it is, just make sure that it's something that we can actually play on the radio. You know, keep the language um, the same as it would be if you made a phone call to us. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hi, how you doing, Tim? Good, how are you? Okay. Yeah, you know, it sounds like an elderly lady who's alone and nervous about being alone, and so consequently that's why she's the way she is. Uh, the young lady in the car, uh, maybe years from now when she gets to be that old lady's, uh, elderly lady's age, maybe... She'll have the same fears. That's all. It's a generation gap. That's all it seems to be. Or maybe she'll remember the time that a lady complained about her unnecessarily, well, and she'll look at the situation before she reacts. Well, let's put it put it this way. I, I'm probably the age of the elderly lady that called, okay? And I'm a little bit more careful about where I go and who's outside my house and everything like that, although I might not call the police. But uh, as you age, you tend to, you know, take these things maybe a little bit more uh, cautiously than you should, okay? It's uh, just a generation cap. I, that's all I see. And, and, and again, I, I, would begrud- I would give her that. I would begrudge her that for the first time, maybe the second time, but not repeated phone calls when well, you've been told again, that Well, again, if she's it's- alone, you know, maybe <clears throat> that's the reason for the repeated phone calls. She wants some sort of attention or something. Yeah. The other thing I like to say to you on a lighter note is you brought up Woo Woo Ginsburg, who yeah. I remember, you know, and supposedly if you went to some, uh, you know, store or something, or some uh, drive-in and they get a free hamburger, maybe you should start something with Ruiz Western Pizza. If they talk about, uh, mention uh, 
spooky Tim Woo Woo uh, Weisberg to get a free soda or something. I'd be all for that. You know, I, I, if any of the restaurants that I talk about, which really upsets one of our callers, uh, any of the restaurants that I talk about want to work out something like that, I would I would love to. Yeah, that'd be a great deal. That sort of thing. I remember you. I, you probably don't remember Groucho Marx, and you bet your life. Oh no, Groucho Marx is my hero. Okay, well, he used to, of course, have DeSoto that was. Uh, sponsored him and he used to say at the end of the program hey if you go to the dealer tell him groucho sent you, you absolutely know, like yeah <laughs> so on a lighter note yeah maybe they'll say spooky tim woo weisberg and get a free small soda or something uh, the, the secret white is spooky <laughs> hey that'd be good too <laughs> all, <laughs> all right. right tim take care have a good day yeah. oops sorry 508-996-0500 you are next on wbsm hey tim how you doing good how are you yeah, I was going to call in reference to the call. Uh, you know, about half an hour ago, you was talking about Wham and how um, they sort of like privatized the beaches. In in you know, my to, yeah, in 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 my neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, I'm from Wham, grew up there all my life, and that really, you know, and a lot of my friends in high school and stuff, they all lived in Swiss Beach, Pinehurst, Parkwood, et cetera, et cetera, right? Hmm? But it really, it, it kind of really kind of pissed me off that when people start these little gated communities where everybody else can't go to the beach but them. Um, I know that it serves them well, but all about the other people that live in a town that says, hey, gee, I want to go to Swiss Beach today, you know, or I want to go to Parkwood Beach today, you know. Um, they used to, you know, and you're, you're a taxpayer and a resident, um, and you wasn't able to go. Or, or you or you get people looking at you sideways when you did go. Yeah. That really used to piss me off, especially the people that come from, you know, uh, the cities. You know, they come in with big dollars and they buy their little cottages and they tell you not to go in the water. You can't, you can't clam, you can't crab, you can't fish, you can't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of think they own half of the town when they move there. You know, and when you're a resident and that's all you know in that town, and you had all the freedoms of using all parts of the town, it was just kind of used to really tick me off, you know? Yeah, and I, and I think that there's there's there is some degree of gatekeeping in some of these situations where people want to say that you know I don't want that at my beach, but if it's a public beach, you don't have a choice. Yeah, well, I I always thought that they should have let you know. I know that I'll put it this way. I know it's kind of how uh, how can I say it? Well, sorry, I'm calling this But you know, when when people come, you know, most of the time it's it's the summer people that come. Um, down and you know you you kind of get territorial i guess you could say you know mm-hmm. um you know you live there year round and you live, you go up there and, you, and i would go down to swiss beach and you get these people that come down for their, their, their little three or four weeks and telling you what to do and where to go you know it's just kind of i don't know i just remember growing up and feeling you know getting a lot of arguments and a lot of fist fights over it you know no, I, I absolutely get it. All right. Thank you for the call. You have a good day. You too. And uh, again, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500, or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. After the big gun. to bring you some Arnie Wu Ginsburg uh, from the Northeast Air Checks website. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be working. It was always an odd site anyway because they uploaded all those files in a very strange format, and you couldn't uh, you couldn't download them easily. Which I understand, like they're trying to protect 
the audio, but it just makes it hard to be able to to play it. And and it seems like it's not working at all on this particular um, site anymore. However, I just looked and we can find some actual Arnie Wu Ginsburg on YouTube. So I will try and play you a little clip of him before the day is out because, uh, again, I like looking back at radio history and I like looking into the folks who kind of set the path for what it is that we do. And I'm, I've always been a bit of a radio nerd. You know, uh, when I was a kid driving around with my dad, he'd be listening to, to Dave Maynard. He'd be listening to... I don't know who else were the talk hosts at the time. David Brudnoy. He would listen to all these people, but he would also listen to rock stations. So, you know, I was listening to Ken Shelton, who just celebrated the anniversary of his arrival at WBCN. When he moved from, get this, WEEI-FM, where he was playing middle of the road, Pop music, he got to go and start rocking at WBCN in 1980. I mean, that's that's a culture shock. But who did he replace at WBCN? I don't know that you would guess in a million years. On the, the 10 to 2 shift when he joined WBCN in 1980, he replaced Maddie Siegel, who was actually moving from WBCN where he used to do stuff with Charles Laquadera and the Big Mattress, and then he had his time slot and, and, and you know, 10 to 2, and he was leaving to go host a, a TV show on Channel 5 that didn't last very long. So that got canceled. He ended up at Kiss 108, and I, I think it worked out all, all right for him. But, yeah, so all of this stuff, I'm, I'm a huge nerd for all of it. Uh, I'm Facebook, you know, I'm connected on Facebook with so many of the former DJs and talk show hosts of that era, and um, so congratulations to Ken Shelton on his anniversary. And really, I try to work in some of these folks where I can. You know, we've had Deacon from WBCN, Derek Diedrichson. We had him come on. Um, we'll have some others on. Trying to get trying to get one of my real radio idols, Jeff Charles, to come on. He's out of the business now. He lives in California. Trying to get him to come on at some point. Trying to get Charles Aquadero to come on at some point. Why not? Because we can. Anyway, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in on this issue about the woman who was making these calls, about the car at the beach late at night, turns out that the car is that of a woman who lives down the street who, when she gets out of work at 11 o'clock, just likes to go down to the beach and decompress. Hang out with a friend, talk, watch a little TV on the phone and, you know, do all that stuff before she goes home and, and not go into the house and wake everybody else up because she works a different shift. And again, as I said, I don't begrudge this woman from calling the first time, the second time, whatever. Like you, you're concerned. I understand. But after a while, when the police are like, hey, they're not doing anything wrong. They're allowed to be there. There's nothing we can do about it. You just accept that and move on. But instead, she was pushing and trying to get people on a Facebook group to take her side. So you can call in about that, 508-996-0500, or hit us up on App Chat, which Nellie Belly in New Bedford did. Tim, as far as I'm concerned, our coastline should be accessible to anybody and when they choose to. 
And I think, isn't that why we live on the South Coast, right? So that we, we have access to, to that peace and tranquility. So that we have the opportunity to, to sit and park at the beach and clear our head. Isn't that why we love living here? And, yeah, again, you might get concerned because you see a car down there. And, and I don't know. I don't know that I'd automatically make the assumption myself. But, again, I'm not an older person. And I'm not, I haven't gone through something that would be a traumatic experience that would maybe trigger me in that situation. But I also don't automatically assume the worst every time I see something either. And I think some of the calls that we've gotten have been from people who just assume the worst. Somebody's out after 11 o'clock at night, they must be up to no good. Or they just work third shift and just got out of work. Or would that be second shift? Kids just got out of work. Yeah, second shift just got out of work. Or they work third shift and they're on their way. The world doesn't work the way that it did in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. People aren't in their houses at 9 o'clock. People aren't going to bed at 9 o'clock. They don't, they don't get home from work at 5, have dinner, watch I Love Lucy, and then go to bed. 508-996-0500. You are next on WB, WBSM. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm calling about the, the lady in the Haven. She's probably scared. And how do you know that lady, that woman lives down the street that's in her car? Is Be- that, you know that for sure? Yeah, because she talked to Michael Rock for the story and told, told him that. Well, how do you know she's telling the truth? Did Michael Rock, did, uh, did she show her license? How, how do you know it's a truthful story? Why? Why do you? Why do you assume that it isn't? I don't know if it is or it isn't, but maybe it is. And if just so, if everybody's so welcoming about, what about the um, migrants that went to Martha's Vineyard? Plenty of beach area there. They didn't welcome them there. Yeah, they so did. It goes, no, they turned them back. No, the governor moved them from there. The people yeah, of Martha's yeah, Vineyard I, came together and gave them supplies and food and and clothing. And it, yeah, I guess the supplies and clothing. Yeah, that's about it. But they didn't want them there. The that's, governor that's, moved them off the sure. island. They were setting them up with because, places to work and places to stay. Because, no, they they moved, they moved them out of there. Okay, it, it, okay. How many yeah. people on Martha's Vineyard did you talk to okay. about it? Well, it's all over the news. Well, I talked to somebody that actually lives on Martha's Vineyard that explained to me what was going on. I have a friend that lives there. Well, they put... Okay, they probably told you that to make them look good. But anyway, how (sighs) do you know... How does Michael Rock know that lady is from the area? It's because she told him, you don't know. I mean, I'm not... I'm not... You know, she has the right to be there, whether uh, she lives there or, or not. I guess she's... Getting out of work at 11, she wants to hang out uh, at the beach. But I think the woman's a little scared because of other elements that attract that in there. That it's not only because of her, something must have happened to her, and she doesn't. I, I mean, you, she doesn't want to be identi- identified, and um, she doesn't want to be. Um, you know, she doesn't want to cause any, any, any trouble for herself. That's probably no. She just wants to cause trouble for yeah. somebody else. Well, she's I, on Facebook I, I, I encouraging know, people has, to, to. I mean, I mean, I, I wish, I wish she, she would say her side of the story, but nobody knows this woman lives in her car, lives in the area, because just because she told Michael Rock doesn't mean it's the truth. 
Well, I'll, I'll ask him. He's listening. So if he wants to come in and tell me how he verified it, he can do so. But I, I would assume that, uh, you know, I, I don't automatically assume everybody's lying like uh, like apparently other people do. No, you just don't just just don't know. I mean, she whether she lives there or not, she has to be she has the right to be there uh, or whatever. But the woman's probably scared because of other elements that happen. And, there and again, as I've said, I don't begrudge her that first call or or maybe that second call. But I don't think after repeated phone calls to the police, when the police tell you, you know, it's OK, they're they're allowed to be there, that you keep it going. And that when you don't get the answers you want from the police, you take it to Facebook to try to get other I people mean, to raise the stake. They, they can call her a Karen or call her a concerned citizen. I mean, it's it goes both ways. That's all I have to say. Right. And that lady who called you didn't call you an idiot. She didn't. She said because she stays in her house because of the idiots out there. I don't believe, I think that's what, how, how I, I heard it. So she calls all the time. She has good points. I, I know she was battling with you. <laughs> it, it, it's good. But I, I really don't think she called you an idiot. Well, I think she said because the idiot's out there. I'll, uh, that's I'll, how I heard it. I'll apologize to her, but I'll go back and listen to make sure. Okay. Thank you for all the right, call. Sir. Have a good day. Take care. Bye. Uh, I do have to take a final break. Let me do that. When we come back, we will take more of your phone calls. Stay tuned. Programming on. Before we run out of time this hour, but very quickly, I just want to let you know, you know, maybe tomorrow you want to go and treat yourself to some delicious breakfast. Maybe you still want to go out and have some now. Head on over to Just Another Phoenix in Dartmouth. It is one of the most innovative places when it comes to breakfast. Not only do they have the traditional favorites you expect to find on their menu, but they come up with all kinds of different ideas to take that breakfast to another level. Things like Fruity Pebbles French Toast, things like Red Velvet Pancakes, things like all kinds of different omelets with things you'd never have thought to put. Uh, between some eggs. They come up with all of it. And of course, my favorite is always going to be the Boston Cream French Toast. They have a daily special menu every day with all kinds of new and innovative ideas. They offer seniors free coffee with the purchase of their breakfast on Tuesdays. And they have that drive through window. So if you don't have time to sit down and have a full breakfast inside Just Another Phoenix, you can get it to go, take it home, take it to the office, take it to wherever you need to be. It, it allows you to get a little bit more breakfast from a drive through window beyond just the typical donut or muffin or McMuffin sandwich. You can actually go and get a full breakfast right through the drive through window. Check them out. Just another Phoenix north, uh, in Dartmouth on Fonts Corner Road. All right, let's go back to the phones and try and take as many of these calls as we can in the time that we have left. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. How's it going? Good. How are you? So I'm listening, and uh, I'm trying to catch up to speed here. So someone's calling the, the police constantly for someone utilizing the beach. What time are, are they u utilizing the beach? Uh, the person told Michael Rock, and we got the story up with all the details, but the person told Michael Rock that they get out of work at 11, and then they like to go to the beach, and that they don't stay long after midnight. They just hang out for a little bit, talk, decompress, um, watch TV on their phone, and then go back home, which is when right down say, the street. When they say the beach, they're saying getting out of the vehicle no, and stay, walking onto the beach? No, they stay in the car, I believe. On what side of the beach? What side? Are you talking about New Bedford? No, Fairhaven. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Pope, Pope I, Beach I was going to say, since when could you hang out on the beach <laughs> in New Bedford? Uh, we we were never allowed to do that. Yeah, uh, there's after a certain time. There's no signs from from my understanding. There's uh, from what the police said in Michael's story. There's no signs there either that prohibit them from being there. So in Fairhaven, yeah. 
So, yeah, I would wow. recommend give, give the story a read. He's got all the details there and a link back sounds to his like, first story. Like on going to have a lot of people hang out in Fairhaven after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you there tonight at 11. <laughs> See you later. All right, have a good day. 508-996-0500, you're next on WBSM. Good morning. I'm a first-time caller. Well, thank you for calling. Uh, I, I heard you talking about old-time disc jockeys. And, yes. Um, well, I'm going to add to that because I'm, I'm an old-timer myself. I'm a dinosaur. Okay, and I remember back free uh, free FM radio days. You could pick up a lot of stations around the country on AM radio at mm-hmm. night, back in the fifties and early sixties. And there used to be a great disc jockey out of New York called Murray the K. Yes, and the show was on ten ten and Winds. It was right next to ten thirty BV. You remember? Win- uh, you ever heard of Murray the K on the not, Swing and Soiree? Not only have I heard of Murray the K, I actually have the. They put out some albums with him talking in between some of the classic songs. I have a couple Murray the K albums. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I used to listen to that. You could pick up the Knicks. You could pick up ball games, like when the Red Sox are in Baltimore, even though you got them here, you could pick them up with a Baltimore announcer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can and, still, that uh, still happens to some degree. You can you still pick up some of those things. Yeah. You were talking about Ginsburg. Yes. Will Ginsburg, he was on a station called WMEX, I believe. Yep, he was. He was on WBOS in the 50s. He was on WMEX in the 60s. Yeah, that back in those days, they would they would kind of travel all around the dial. And I believe that was fourteen around fourteen ten. Fifteen ten. WME. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. I'm such a nerd about this we, stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were listening to uh, we used to listen to A uh, WPRO AM, but during the night you couldn't get it. They used to have Joe A. Spivak and uh I think a guy's name was Dash and Dave Senate. That was those were the disc jockeys. Yeah. Check out that website if you have uh, internet access. It's called Northeast Air Checks. It wasn't working yeah, I, for me I, in the studio, but it might work for you at home. Uh, I'm a dinosaur. I don't own a computer. <laughs> Understandable. I'll see if I can play some of them uh, on the show coming up. I wish you could play a song called Alley Oop, 1960, by the Hollywood Argyles. Yeah, the Yep, absolutely. Alley Oop. You're pretty, you're pretty uh, sharp there, brother. Hey, I, I'm the one that programmed 50s night. All the music we played, I'm the one that picked all those songs. So I know right. that music like the back of my hand. I love that uh, Alley Oop. That's a great song. All okay. Right. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Let's uh, let's squeeze in another one. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hello? You're on the air? Hi. I've got a general question about beach rights. Sure. Uh, for example, in Howichport, I've been to Howichport, and there's a little public beach, and then there are houses along the beach, and there's all signs that say private property, no trespassing. My question is, do those houses actually, there's a house, there's a fenced-in yard, and then there's an extension of the sand to the water, and they have uh, private property. Do they actually pay taxes on that sand, on that beach? And if they don't, how can it be private property? Yeah, I believe so. I believe if it, if it is private property, that would in, that would be included in, their, in the square footage of their property. Um, and I know some beaches like that, that where they have the public beach, like Swiss Beach has that uh, in Wareham. They have portions of it where uh, as you go further down the beach, you get into private property, or, or I might be thinking of Cremisa, but that happens where you get to the point where um, the public beach ends, and there's usually no sign of anything that says it unless the homeowner puts up a sign. Yeah. But it is it is that they have been able to buy portions of that beach, whether it be the town took the rest of it after the fact or whether it be that they sold off portions of it as part of the settlement of those homes. Oh, okay. I was always curious about that because I was like, if they don't pay taxes on this, it's not private. No, if yeah. if, if, if they're going to call it private, they're going to have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, thank All you. Right. Thank you. Uh, the other part, too, is if it, if it is private and somebody trespasses in there, the reason why they have those signs is to protect themselves. In case you go into their area and you drown, they would be liable. 
So that's why you probably see some of these signs. It's not so much that they're, you know, we're trying to stick it in your face. This is my beach as much as it is that they just want to protect themselves legally. Uh, let's take one more quick phone call. I have about a minute. What's on your mind? Hello. Hi, I got about a minute for you. What's on your mind? Uh, all right. Uh, you're talking about beaches and rights of the beach and all that, uh, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Nobody has the rights up to the high water tide. From the the high water tide to enter the water, they do not own it. They cannot stop anybody to go into the high water tide. Okay. Yeah. This 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 situation is more about the parking lot, but I understand what you're saying. All right. All right. Thank, thank you for you. the call. Have a good day. All right. You too. That is going to do it for me for today. Stay tuned. We have uh, Barry Richard coming up. Um, we have, uh, let me just read a couple quick app chat messages. Uh, Nelly Belly in New Bedford says, so I should shut down my street after 11 p.m. And not bad in Oak Bluff says, Tim, I get so upset every time I hear an uninformed caller state that we on Martha's Vineyard move the migrants off the island because we didn't want them. Nothing could be further from the truth. Yes. Between not bad's comments and my friend who actually lives and works on the island is in the media over there. That was what I heard from many people. Uh, involved is that they 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 welcomed them, they offered them services, they offered them assistance. The governor moved them off the island. So anyway, stay tuned. We have Bill O'Reilly coming up after that. Barry Richard, and then we will have Howie Carr. Don't forget tomorrow on Howie Carr from five to seven. WBSM Zone Jessica Machado will be filling in for Howie in the big chair tomorrow. And, of course, we'll have South Coast and I coming up later on this evening as well. Until tomorrow, enjoy every woo-woo sandwich. WBSM and W254.